Now, as a pharmacy owner, you might be thinking managing your roster isn't exactly the most exciting element of your business, but inadvertently, you could be losing money, losing control over your business, and sacrificing a large amount of efficiency. As our guest, Chris Berg from WageLock, shares with us how managing our roster more efficiently can make our employees happier and put even up to an extra $50,000 in our pockets. Welcome to the Transformation Show, where successful pharmacy owners and technology partners help you to build a better 21st century pharmacy by embracing technology. Here is your host, Robert Starr. G'day everyone and welcome back to Transformation, the only dedicated podcast in the world where pharmacy and technology collide to bring you, the motivated pharmacy owner, all that you need to build your smarter, more successful 21st century business before it's too late. My name's Robert Starr, your host and guide on this fantastic journey of ours, all the way through to episode 77. Big show today. We've got enough time for a quick check-in with you. We've got a fantastic interview with Chris Burke coming up. And I know that you're, from our intro, you're going to be so fascinated by how much money and how much opportunity we are leaving behind by not managing our rosters in the smartest way possible. But more on that later. Some fantastic listener questions I wanted to share with you as well, which are driving the show, but also one that I want to share with you today. And also, we're going to be able to uh, have a look at what's coming your way in some future episodes. Had some great feedback last week from last week's show with Hillary. I know a lot of you took a lot away from that in the fact that we don't have to be everything to everyone and we can build those customized categories to our pharmacies using all of the fantastic technology and data we have at our fingertips. So how's your week been? Has it been a good one? I certainly hope it has been. Mine's been a hugely busy one once again. I uh, had the pleasure of uh, visiting one of our technology partners at uh, a Zero conference yesterday uh, here in Melbourne, um, and it's a remarkable sized conference. I never knew how big it was and certainly how many bookkeepers and accountants and the whole financial technology industry, how big it really is. But uh, it's certainly uh, leaving a lot for us as small business owners let alone pharmacy owners, to benefit from the cloud technology and all the integrations that come with it. And you can really, as we've spoken about on the show, build your own Lego set as well. Got a uh, very a big thing I'm looking forward to tomorrow, which is uh, TEDx here in Melbourne. So for those that don't know what TED is, I would certainly get you to check them out on, uh, on YouTube or uh, I think it's TED.com. I'll put a link in the show notes as well. And um, what they are is 18-minute... Uh, talks of all walks of different people, different industries, different philosophies, passions and so forth. But what it does do is it just exposes you to a wide range of inspiring ideas that when you take something that might exist outside of our industry or a thought and pair it with where you are now, some remarkable things happen. And uh, I didn't attend TEDx here in Melbourne uh, last year, but I'm really looking forward to it as well. So I might share with you what I took away from that as well. Also, uh, this weekend, if you happen to be in Melbourne and uh, you know or you might have a pharmacy student or even a pharmacy assistant on staff who's uh, thinking of uh, starting a career in pharmacy, I'm going to be heading down to the Monash Pharmacy Open House. So come and say good day. Um, I'll be on the uh, 10.30 panel uh, talking about the many opportunities for young and prospective pharmacists. Uh, really looking forward to uh, getting back to the uh, old pharmacy college. Not called that anymore. It was a 
Victorian College of Pharmacy then, but uh, was certainly part of Monash then, but uh, certainly has evolved in uh, all the exciting things that are happening in the drug development space there as well. So I'll be really looking forward to uh, going on a little tour there as well. So if you'd like to join me, uh, head down there on Sunday as well. This week's show is brought to you again by Audible. And uh, for listeners of the show, uh, Audible is offering you a free audio book download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I've moved on to um, Getting Things Done by David Allen, which is an absolute classic. I've read the paperback version. I'm just revisiting that again. And it really hits on the nail of productivity. We're all in a world right now where we are trying to do more with less. And... uh, Uh, It really does uh, help you to focus on what are the key things that uh, you can get done in any given day. And sometimes we even put off the smallest things um, to another day thinking, well, no, I don't want to do that now. I don't have time. I'll just put it off. But there's a whole philosophy around it, particularly one that I've taken away from it, which is if a task can be done in two minutes or less, you just do it. Uh, It gets it out of the way. And uh, certainly you learn a lot about, uh, you know, just getting things off your plate so they don't burden you at the end of the day when you start ticking those to-do lift boxes off at the end of it. So if you would like to download that, you certainly can. That was a little long-winded as well. Uh, But to get your free audio book, you can go to audibletrial.com forward slash transformation. I'll put a link in the show notes where you can grab that, obviously, as soon as this episode is finished. Um, And that's audibletrial.com forward slash transformation. Transformation. So... I wanted to share with you a listener question that came to me. So there was a number of listeners that engaged with a question that I put out on Twitter uh, a number of weeks ago, and that was, what is your biggest pharmacy technology problem? Now, we've got some big interviews coming up with even some of the people that asked the questions as well, because they have a really good take on a number of key issues. Uh, But this one came from Karen, and uh, her thing was, I would like to have a curated medicines list for patients, prescribers, and the patient-controlled electronic health record. Wow, that is a big wish list and certainly one that we all need. Uh, We do need that universal health record and medicines list to make smarter decisions. It's not good enough for us to consistently be asking our patients for this type of history. We need to have it at our fingertips because we are in a collaborative health system right now where we need to be able to have these insights to provide the very best pharmaceutical care possible. But I do believe, as as I um, replied back to Karen as well, I do believe believe that um, ERX um, had been running a pilot of Medview, um, particularly in the Barwon Health uh, region here in Victoria, and really successful as well. And I believe that is getting rolled out in multiple sites around Australia as well. I'll put a link in the uh, show notes for the article that comes from the ERX website. And I've put in a couple of calls into Fred and ERX to see if we can get someone from there as well to give us an update as well, because it's really important that we get the right information so that again, like if we're carrying frustrations around these things, we at least know where it is all going and certainly how we can play a part and anything we can do in our pharmacies to help with the process or even get ourselves ready for it as well. Absolutely fantastic. And uh, once we get that, I'm sure we'll be playing such a much bigger role on the primary healthcare space in not only receiving that information, but also giving those insights back to the primary healthcare team community uh, surrounding us as well. Anyway, without further ado, we're going to head across to Chris and our interview. And I'll see you on the other side. 
Our interview today is with Chris Burke. He's the director of WageLock, where they create tools to help you manage your roster from fingerprint to payslip. Chris Burke, welcome to the Transformation Show. Glad to be here, Robert. I oh, look terrific, Chris, and uh, it's been great to hear from some colleagues in the last few weeks who have wanted me to get you on the show so we can uh, find out all about WageLock and, uh, more importantly, um, how we can start ma- managing our rosters a little bit more efficiently and effectively as well. Well, that's what WageLock are about. We've been very successful in, in pharmacy during the last uh, seven years. We now have over 600 pharmacies using our business, all the way from five employees up to... Um, Nearly 2,000 employees. So we're very proud. <laughs> very, very good. And Chris, we love to know, I guess, when you come, when guests come on the show, you know, where your background is. So I, I think our listeners will appreciate you're not a pharmacist, but um, I guess why, why do you feel so passionate about being in pharmacy and supporting pharmacies? And uh, I guess to add to that, um, why technology is playing such a big role um, in the pharmacies moving forward? Well, just on the first point, it's, it's, a, it's a very long story, but I'll cut it short. Sure. Uh, 20 years ago, I started off a payroll bureau, so we're actually doing pays for uh, small businesses. And some of those businesses were pharmacies. They used to uh, fax through their timesheets to us. My girls used to interpret the hours and put them into uh, our payroll program. As you could understand, that is a very, very difficult process. Understanding the pharmacy award is very difficult. <laughs> There's all different pay categories, all different pay groups. So there was a lot of errors being made, and I lost quite a few businesses because of it. So I decided to go out there and try and find a software that would interpret the pharmacy award. I couldn't find one. But luckily enough, I met an IT guy who's my business partner now, business partner now Lockie. And uh, from day one, he's been able to um, do that pharmacy award for me. He absolutely is brilliant complete interpretation and that's where we started off so during the last seven years i've been into oh, thousands of pharmacies introducing the the products and we've been successful and i think the major part of it is not just the rosters but these is the interpretation of the award as you know fair work can come down very hard on, on pharmacies who are not doing the right thing it does seem to keep, keep getting a little more complex every time we look at it, where another award level is in, in added on or a different penalty rate for a different state. So certainly it's nice to uh, simplify it when we can. It is, it, it, it's very important. Um, you know, I think uh, Fur Work did a, did a run on pharmacies a couple of years ago and, and there was plenty of failures. Uh, and that brought, brought to my attention that you know, this, 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 this group of industries, they need help. And uh, and that's what WageLock are about. We're about uh, supplying a product that can help the, the, the pharmacy run his business more efficiently and help his employees work more efficiently as well. And I guess when we when we look at um, you know what what I've seen in, in my sixteen years in pharmacy as well, that uh, rosters probably started in my career where it was all paper based and uh, handwritten and uh, you know lined up with rulers and so forth, and we progressed across to the uh, the Excel spreadsheet, uh, which uh, you know as as people would have done in the past may have uh, done that manually, or they may have had a template as uh, as we progressed along the lines with formulas and so forth, but 
was incredibly complex and very difficult um, to to manage. And uh, I guess for our, for our listeners as well, um, just to get a little bit of background, um, I, I've actually used uh, Chris's product in uh, my father's businesses in the past, and um, it, it's something that uh, you know, it, to me, it, it's it felt um, a little bit like a, a very intuitive uh, Excel spreadsheet that uh, you know didn't require um, lots of different customization. But I guess to give our listeners a little bit of a background, Chris, you know, what I guess position would a pharmacy normally start with uh, wage lock in what kind of processes they might already have in place? Usually, usually a reason a pharmacist uses wage lock is like you said earlier, they were, were doing things on Excel spreadsheets. Staff were changing the times all the time. They weren't notifying the pharmacist what was happening. So it was getting very complicated and very messy. With wage lock, the roster's there in your face. You can see who's working on the day. You don't have to reinvent the wheel every week. You can just copy one roster to the next. And you can have a number of rosters already in your template. So maybe Christmas time, Easter time, school holidays might be a really busy times for you. So you need a different roster. So you've already set that template up to use for that period of time. So like I said earlier, it's not like changing the wheel every day of the week. You just make simple changes and the visible changes. And those that visible information helps you to run your business more efficiently. Yeah, and it's so important too that, uh, you know, we've got access to that information as well. And, uh, you know, we talk a lot on this show about different tools for productivity and business information that is uh, that is cloud-based. And, you know, is that something that, uh, you know, we've often seen has given us access, I guess, from different areas of not only the business but outside the business? And, and is that something that, uh, you know, you're embracing as well? We, we, we were a desktop application until a couple of years ago where the marketplace were insisting that we really move to the cloud. We still have lots of people on the desktop. They prefer it. They don't want information in the cloud, and that's their choice. But the, the cloud is just give more access, easier access to uh, the, the owners of the pharmacy, the managers who may be doing the rosters at home. There's no need to do them from home because they're so easy to do in, in the workplace. But that's their choice. So cloud is a very, very important part of, of WageLock's product. And hopefully will be fully browser uh, within, the, within about 12 months' time. So the product will be even easier to use and easier access. Yeah. And, and I guess as, as, as we talk a lot on the show that, you know, the technology is in place, you know, and there's probably never been a, a better time of availability of productivity tools and business process management tools for any small business owner, let alone pharmacy owner. But it always needs to be, you know, implemented when you've got very strong best practice processes in place. And, uh, you know, where, where these products are available and our, our listeners, uh, our long-term listeners will be well and truly aware that, uh, you know, we caught up with uh, Michael Robertson from the Pharmacy Guild SA last year and um, and we've probably already mentioned your product a little bit in our, in that chat and also with uh, uh, Michael Hazilius from Easy Employer in the past where we've spoken about these types of processes but I guess where where you see pharmacies come to you and when you come and see them you know what type of processes do you have to see in place before you say where you're certainly a good candidate for our product 
It's really funny uh, you asked that question. I was down in Wollongong on uh, last Wednesday and uh, had an appointment in a in a pharmacist. She'd grown quite considerably in the, the last two or three years from five employees to 20 employees. And everything she, this lady was doing was manual. The staff were filling in out time books. They were doing manual uh, rosters, not even on an Excel spreadsheet, just writing the times and dates and handing them out on a piece of paper to the employees. All the employees were casuals. So that straight away to tell you, tells you that they, they were working, working different times of days, different times a week, which is very difficult to control. Uh, obviously, straight away, I thought to myself, this is the type of business that WageLock can help. And we can help in numerous ways. Our time and attendance products, our fingerprint technology, will help them to control and accountability for staff. It, 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 it collates all the hours of work during that pay period. It then interprets the award and then can go straight into any payroll product that we've come across, whether it be Xero, Myob, Reckon, QuickBooks, Meridian, MicroPay. I can go on forever. But this lady was also doing the pays manually. She had one of these big books that she showed me and it was like something out of the dark <laughs> ages to tell you the truth and when I was speaking to her she was very a little bit agitated because she'd never really taken on technology like this before but what lot do were very very helpful we look after our clients from start and, and not and not, I'm not going to say finish because we don't finish there they're a product for, they're a client for life and from, from day one, we look after them. We're up to date with regular emails we send them to them on a regular basis. We do health checks on them. We, we have a help desk that ring our clients on a regular basis. Every six weeks, they have 100 clients that they have to contact within that week. So we keep regular contact with our clients, which is very important because you need to use that product properly. But getting back to this lady, soon, and she brought in a manager of the store as well. I can say her name was Karina, and she was just blown away. She couldn't believe the, what, what she's been doing for the, th the last three years. She didn't even know this technology was available. So it was nice to walk in there and provide a solution for them, Robert. Mm. And, and I guess where, where that progression is, and you know, I'd love to you know, dig a little bit deeper for our listeners, is that to go from such a paper-based manual system to a wage lock system, um, what processes did you need to help them and is that something that you can help them with um, to, I guess, get all everything into the right shape? Because I imagine, you know, you mentioned a number of issues there of having a number of casual staff and really having no control over the time and that they were involved. So did, did you find that they had to change their processes in order to fit with um, the wage lock product um, or were they able to simply pick that up and bring it straight into the system? No, no, it's, it's, they don't have to change the way they're doing things. It's, it's, it's just that the, when I say the way they're doing things, they're going from manual to electronic. Yeah. It's still the same. It's just that it's there in the face. They can physically see what's happening. It's not using a, a pen and paper to write things down and, and to hand out to uh, employees. Yes. It's, it's the same. It's just electronically. It, it does. We do make the process very simple and easy for them. 
It, it really doesn't change any way the way they're doing business. It just helps them to do it more efficiently. Okay. Now, e- excellent. And, and, and I guess in, in terms of, um, you know, you mentioned the award interpretation and, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, if you do things manually and paper-based, you may miss a number of things. So I, I guess are there any stories you could tell our listeners where, pharmacies have transitioned into the product and they've found that you know they missed a certain element of the award or they were non-compliant and immediately had to change things because or because the software was able to bring that to their attention uh, proactively as opposed to um, just you know through I guess the normal day of attrition of being able to pick that up as it comes up to them. Oh there's many stories out there Robert I can tell you about that the pharmacists are not using the award correctly and it, it's on it's pure ignorance really uh, it's it's so complicated um, you know the guild themselves have special industrial relation officers who who work continuously to to manage their awards and pass on this information to uh, to the guild members yeah. so it, it's a very very difficult thing to look after so there's many occasions we we put our our wage lock system in there and found out that they've been paying their staff incorrectly, especially at weekends or after employees have worked work more than 70, 76 hours in a fortnight, and 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 sometimes it, it it can cost them big, and other times they've been overpaying them. Hmm. I have one one uh, client only a few weeks ago in country Victoria, only a small number of ten uh, of ten employees. She was paying the staff incorrectly on the Saturday. She was paying them double time for a certain period. So she'd been paying her over, paying the staff too much money for a lot of years. Mm. And once we came along and po- pointed this out for her, she gave us the best testimony you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I guess that sometimes, you know, when we look at new technology in the business, you know, one of the first questions a lot of colleagues ask me is how much is it going to cost me and, you know, how quickly will I get a return on it? And and sometimes it's not just what the technology actually automates or aids in your best practice processes, but it gives you insights into things that you perhaps would miss uh, if, the, uh, if, if that data and knowledge wasn't available well without data you really you're really struggling to to run a business efficiently because what what are you looking at what you you're looking at your turnover you're looking at how much you're spending on wages but you you don't know what percentage you're spending it's 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 very difficult to run your business without without technology especially nowadays because employees there are a big percentage of cost for any business but also the, the, probably the most important part of any business because they're on the floor talking to the people that you want them to make sales to and you want these, these customers to come back. So it's not just important to pay them properly and get that right and make them happy because an unhappy employee is a bad employee. That's the way I see it, and and I guess that's that's one of the uh, little gripes that you know I've had to you know have an, over the years, which is where you know you would have employees you know instinctively come up to you and say, "I'd like to put my annual leave, leave request in right now. Uh, can you give yeah. me an answer?" Or worse, <laughs> they'll mm-hmm. they'll book their holiday, uh, they'll come to you with their flight ticket and say, "I'm leaving on this date. I'm just giving you my uh, my uh, <laughs> three or four." 
week's notice, depending on what was indicated for them. Um, and all of a sudden, then you're presented with a scenario that you don't know what the impact is on, on the business and how you'd go about replacing it. So, you know, to be able to interpret that um, through a system, is that something that you found that, um, you know, WageLock can, can work with quite well? It, 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 during the last few months, we've, we've uh, introduced an employee portal. Uh, what the employee portal does is let uh, an employee go in there and uh, ask for leave. You know, they can pick the dates out. That date is then sent to maybe one one person, the manager and the pharmacist, or a, a number of people. Uh, that can then be approved. Once that is approved, it'll, that will appear directly into the roster. So the manager or the pharmacist, can, if, if somebody does want to take leave, they can have a look at that week immediately and see who's on leave. And, and to see if it's, it is going to affect the business that way. And it's just about teaching your employees, uh, you know, to do the right thing as well, but, you know, because they are an imp- important part of the business. And think about things when, when the, and especially leave is very important. Yeah. Don't just do it on the whim. You know, you need to contact uh, your pharmacist, do it through the portal. It can be approved or disapproved. So technology will help to run that business more efficiently. Yeah, and, and and I guess that's where it's just changing that whole relationship in as much that previously the employee would feel that it's the employer or the manager's responsibility to deal with that request, whereas if there's tools available through a portal where the annual leave request perhaps can be made and that employee can be then privy to see what effect their leave at that particular time may have on their department or their role in the business. Um, it may actually change their thoughts about what they want to do and uh, certainly it depends on the culture of the business as well. Um, yeah. but, it, but it makes for a better collaboration between the business rather than it being simply the employee uh, requesting the leave, immediately wanting it and not really thinking about you know their impact on the business or perhaps who may be able to help the business in their absence. It, and especially with larger, larger employee numbers, you know, you start getting up to 20, 40, 50 employees, it does impact. You've got more people applying for leave, so it does impact on the business. To a lesser lesser extent with your smaller, you know, your smaller pharmacies, five and ten, you, you tend to get your employees talking to each other and discussing when they're going on leave. But that disappears uh, in larger businesses, Robert. Yeah. Yeah, and look, everything needs to be scalable too. <laughs> you know, it's, it's okay probably sometimes a lot of our colleagues might be thinking, oh, look, I've only got 10 staff or 8 staff and, you know, I don't mind having those conversations. But, you know, depending on their goals of where their business may be going, if you start to bring on more people, um, you know, you've got to be able to scale that process um, as well. And, and particularly probably from the, the most common thing that we'd be tracking every day, which is when people arrive. And uh, I know that, you, you know, your product um, dealing in the time attendance as well, um, you know, perhaps solves one of our biggest problems, which is, you know, time theft um, in as much that, you know, there is very little or no control in the past of when employees would arrive, when they would leave, when they would take breaks, you know, when they would come back from breaks uh, mm. and really not getting a whole lot of visibility around that. So how, how has that um, evolved and changed um, with your product? product the time and attendance part of our business is um is, is so important it goes well so with roster 
making your staff accountable for uh, turning up on time. We can't make them do the job properly. That's up to the, the manager in charge. But we can make them turn up on time. You know, the stats out there are saying uh, there's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars being lost, lost because of time today. I have, a, I have a testimonial from a guy in Western Australia. Since he started uh, having his staff clock on and clock off during lunch breaks, he's saved between forty dollars and $50,000 in his first year of implementing uh, a wage log, which is a massive amount of dollars. Massive. And, you know, Noel Frosby, he, he owns uh, Friendly's at Higher Wickham and at Falcon uh, in Western Australia, and, and he's had the software for five years. And um, making the, the staff accountable has, um, has brought his, his, his wage bill right down. And, but it's also made his staff, what, what he's telling me face to face, is that they, they are working better. They are now understanding that they've got a responsibility, that they have to be there on time. Hmm. So uh, having the fingerprint technology, which obviously cuts out fraudulent um, uh, other people clocking other people on and off, is a is a, is a good way of doing things, and it's easy to do as well. It's not this is not a big brother. This is just an easier way to be able to um, pay your staff correctly, and for the hours that they work. And and one thing that I'd love to know as well, because I'd seen this firsthand when uh, we first transitioned from paper based to a uh, a punch card clock first before we um. Um, had um, in, adopted your product um, and immediately because of the accountability factor you immediately had a number of people who took um, I guess they, they, not not so much offense but um, you know they felt that their trust had been breached because you know all of a sudden yep. they were being checked up upon so I guess over the journey in those transitions have you found any particular tactics or processes that have helped to introduce this level of collaboration which is where i prefer to look at it um uh, with your team uh, without having those immediate you know speed bumps initially where people are thinking well hang on this is transition to big brother it's it's to tell you be perfectly honest robert we we don't come across it too often we do advise our our clients to inform the staff that they're having a, a new product installed Give them a good four weeks notice and explain. To, we send out a, a pamphlet explaining the fingerprint technology, what 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 methods uh, is is used to uh, to gain the fingerprints. And it's not a fingerprint anyway. It's just three three registered points on the finger. So I, you can't pass that fingerprint on to anybody. So uh, yeah. and to be perfectly honest as well, it's, the young generation really have taken it aboard. They love it. They love just coming in, putting the finger on the scanner, and recognise what time they come in. Older generation people like myself, they can be of some concern. We've we've had one or two people who've refused to do it, but we can, we give them a password instead. Yeah. But I mu I must admit, we have close to thirty thousand employees using our fingerprint technology, and less than one percent we would have problems with Robert. Yeah. So, so it's not a, as big a problem as what people might think.
Yeah, and, and look, I guess it's just, you know, optimising your business and also embracing the tools that are available to you, um, you know, in the 21st century. You know, we're not, we're not ever going back to, you know, using steam engines for a range of industries. Um, you know, we're always looking at how we can improve and have efficiencies and, you know, where this tool sits in. It's really just recognising that the process really hasn't changed. It's just become more enhanced through the, through the, um, through the technology technology as well um, and and I guess you, you imagine as well that um, you know as you mentioned the younger generations would have been quite adopting of the um, the uh, the self-service portal as well to be able yeah, to yeah. apply through that but I guess as we as we think about all of the different systems and processes that come into place when we bring staff on um, and you know it's something it's it's a popular topic we <clears throat> talk a little bit about on the show in terms of you know, with our software trying to create that Lego set that's all interconnected. And when we bring staff members on, we've got to create roster templates and there are some systems available for that. We've got to create payroll records inside perhaps our accounting systems. And then we've got to do that inside, you know, a roster system like yours and uh, perhaps then look at, you know, integrating some of our business performance information in, in in amongst that to learn a little bit more about our business and the productivity of our team so where do you, where how do you feel about all of that and um, you know what are you seeing I, I guess developing at the moment in terms of an opportunity for um, you know our listeners today well the the great thing about technology it's it's always improving and you've, you've always got younger young, the younger generation coming into business. And they, they do embrace it. They, they want every piece of technology. For goodness sake, they're always on the mobile phones or their iPads or doing something, chasing something up. And it, it's, it's no difference in business. You've got things at your fingertip where you can, you can drill down and see, see how your business is performing. They're going to use those tools. And they should be using those tools because they're going to get great benefit out of it. And wage lock's going to help them in a, in, a, in a great way. You know, our rostering system is so easy to use. We, you know, you don't have to type in the time you start, the time you finish, the time you start your lunch break, the time you finish your lunch. You just click and drag. It, and it's immediately there. How many hours you've rostered that person on, how much it's going to cost you, not just because it interprets the world. You can put on costs up like super, work cover, payroll tax, you know, and... You can have as many different pay groups. We can pay f- flat rates. We can pay four or five different awards within within the product. So it, it, it's great technology, and, and 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 the employees are getting a lot of information from as well. Like I said, the employee portal, they can view the rosters in there. They can apply for annual leave. They can actually see how much leave they've got in annual leave, sick leave, long service leave. So that technology. If it's a very, if if everybody in the business is using that technology, it only can be good for that business, Robert. Mm. And, and that information there, the sick leave and, and annual leave, does that is that a result of an integration with the accounting system? No, no, our, our actual system, they do talk to each other in uh, particularly in my up in zero, uh, but our system does accrue accrue annual leave, sick leave, and long and long service leave. And, and another big one is uh, is being used at the moment is uh, time off in lieu. There's lots and lots of businesses prefer to give their employees time off in lieu than paying them dollars. 
Yeah. So our 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 system actually uh, accommodates them in that. Yeah, it's, and that's that's an interesting one that I've seen over the journey too, where some colleagues have had to maintain, despite having a system uh, in you know managing their roster, where they would have had to actually use a diary or an Excel spreadsheet to manage that time in lease. So that's now that's really really useful. And and in terms of business performance and productivity of people, you know we've we've spoken about on the on the show with a number of tools that are able to not only track where our customers are positioned in the store mm. and um, Obviously, that also allows us to measure customers that perhaps don't get served, and um, you know, therefore, we're able to see the conversion rate of um, sales that occur in the pharmacy. So, to be able to determine productivity of people, I think for too long we've just really relied on that big gross metric of uh, wages to sales, and we're probably starting to see a little bit more of where there might be um, wages to gross profit ratios coming up. So, in integrating all of our useful transaction information through our POS with um, a product like yours. Is there opportunities for that? Oh, absolutely. We're, we're working very closely with Mimfos at the moment to actually get that information out of the, the point of sale into Wageslot. But on the other side about, um, as well, we're working very closely with a company called Nostradata, and they've been very successful in pharmacy. And uh, We've been dealing with Mighty Gamma there, and um, we've had the opportunity to pump our information from WageLock into their system, and it gives you all types of um, graphs and uh, benefits of uh, cost of wages per product uh, per item, and uh, very exciting technology. Uh, whether the, the the pharmacy industry is is ready for that at this price precise time, I'm not quite sure, yeah. uh, but I know uh, in the future. Uh, with the uh, with the, the younger generation coming through, I think it'll be a very important part of the business. Yeah. Now, look, I guess all of those insights become so important because you know we could very easily judge each individual employee based on you know the number of retail sales against you know their number of hours worked, um, but it doesn't give you that full picture. And uh, there's all sorts of different data points and sources that you know we we can get access to now, whether that be you know your gross number of customers that walk in as opposed to just those that buy product or perhaps those that concentrate in a particular area, dwell in a particular area, and then all of a sudden you can drill down into that category and see how your category team, it might be in a beauty area, for example, uh, may be performing. And, uh, yeah, it just gives you so much more information in having a collaborative discussion with your team as opposed to, uh, our sales are down this month or, uh, you know, our wages are too high. It's it's not really uh, that useful. No, but, but the, the information combined, the wages and the sales combined, is, is a useful tool, especially if you do, you're drilling it down per item, per sale, per day, yeah. per hour. You know, that, you know without, without, the, without the wage figure, it really doesn't mean anything, Robert. Yeah. Now, it's all very, very, very exciting. And, and I guess, Chris, just even having mentioned that, um, and as, as, as you may be aware, one of my favourite ways of uh, thinking about it is look, looking into the future. And um, I guess that may be the future that you're, you're looking at. But um, I suppose if, if you had to implement something in pharmacy, you know, getting rid of those two big barriers of uh, time and resources, you know, what would you love to see in pharmacies today? Well, I've got this this uh, grand idea of uh, having a, a priority employee 
uh, which which uh, which will give information direct to uh, uh, the person doing the the rosters. It could be the manager or the pharmacist themselves. That actually, you know, it'll it'll actually give points for the best person to work at certain times, and uh, you know, for a, they've done the best sales on, on on this day. Their attendance is good. The sick leave is down. Availability, all that type of stuff. And, you know, just a scoring point and. Uh, you know, maybe uh, in future, WageLock will be able to um, prioritise with a, an employee uh, uh, benefit as well. Yeah, look, I guess when we're thinking about, you know, the younger generations that are going to be coming in through pharmacy, you know, as, as our listeners know, I'm a Gen Y, but, you know, we're certainly going to have our Gen Z and Alphas coming through, <laughs> um, yes, you know, yeah. to, to gamify the whole process would uh, would certainly be, uh, you know, I think probably a, a very good way of bridging business performance with uh, something that, uh, you know, you, they can relate to um, on a personal nature as well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, completely um pharmacy is 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 an industry that's going to be around for forever we're always going to need a pharmacy and um the young people coming in into it nowadays uh, they're, they're they're going in with their eyes open they real they realize that it's not just about writing out scripts it, it's a, it's a it's a bigger picture than that providing services providing retail and even other other things that they might be able to bring into as well, I don't know, but uh, it's 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 a growing industry. Uh, we might lose a few pharmacies on the way, but I think it'll make the other pharmacies a lot stronger. Yeah. Yeah, no, fantastic. And thank you so much for uh, sharing your story today, Chris, and uh, for our listeners today. Um, where could they get in touch with you if they wanted to continue the conversation? Well, the first step is always our website, uh, which is uh, wagelock.com.au, and wagelock is it's L-O-C-H, not L-O-C-K. So um, that is the first step. And they always can contact me directly on 4 177 I'm available for a chat. And uh, I look forward to uh, meeting you guys in the future. Fantastic. Thanks, thanks, Chris. And uh, we look forward to following yours and uh, WageLock's journey and uh, inviting you back in the not-too-distant future. Thank you very much, Robert. Really enjoyed myself. Thanks, Chris. Well, I'm sure you'd agree that despite rostering and payroll not being at the top of our most enjoyable activities in our pharmacies, nonetheless, we are leaving money on the table when we simply don't manage them in a smart way. My three key learnings, well, the first one is that misinterpretation of the pharmacy's industry award won't be or shouldn't be tolerated anymore. We have smart tools available. As we've spoken about on the show previously with Michael Hazilius in episode 28, Michael Robertson from the Pharmacy Guild SA in episode 24, and Tracy Angwin from the Australian Payroll Association in episode 57, there have never been more tools available, and we've heard about another great one today to ensure that we're 100% compliant. So it's really important that we are aware if we're paying our team members correctly, because as Chris shared with us today, so many employers are overpaying their team members, and it could be costing you even up to $50,000 a year, as he shared with us with one example today. 
Number two, managing your roster and payroll manually equals loss of control, loss of money, and loss of efficiency. There is so many things we would rather be doing in our business than managing the roster, whether that be taking it home of a night time, on the weekend, setting the template, and then not really having the capability of changing that roster template if we have personnel changes, or the unforeseen happens throughout winter where we have got a number of illnesses and absences. So it's so important that we have that because we often don't factor in our time into the equation, but essentially, if we're having to spend hours each week factoring in all the calculations into the roster, having meetings about it, speaking to other departments to get more information, and it's not all on one page, it is costing you a lot of money, as we've found out in this episode. And number three is break down the employer and employee barrier with managing the roster. For too long, I think we've been viewed as the authoritative state when it comes to rosters and employers obviously receive the employee annual leave sheets and lots of requests and changes and so forth, but there's really no transparency around it. The employees can't see the roster, they can't see the other roles of the other people, the availability, and what Chris shared with us today, the concept of the self-service portal takes a lot of the labor that we have to wear as business owners on and gives it to the employee by empowering them with the information that we know about our roster so that they can make smart decisions. They can plan their holidays around annual leave availability. They can very easily see if they can apply for annual leave during a particular time before they've booked their flight and their hotel and everything, which makes it so hard for the business to then obviously have to come back and say, look, unfortunately, you can't. You'll need to change it. It's so important we collaborate on this because it not only will make them happier, but it'll make us happier as well because when we're trying to drive this patient centric business model and really make the business the primary focus for our employees, it's so important that they understand all the problems that we see from managing the business and are able to help us with it as well. It's a fantastic ecosystem where we can work on that level because everyone's on the same page. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Transformation. Don't forget, we've got some big shows coming your way, starting next week with Isaac Elnikovay from Pharmacy Technology Group, and he's going to share with you why you need to be paying attention to connected health devices and not leaving it to the JB Hi-Fi's, the Harvey Normans, the good guys, to embrace connected technology on our behalfs, but also why they're actually going to help us in the process. Absolutely fascinating, and it paves away for a remarkable future for us. I know you're going to love it. If you've loved today's show, leave a comment in the show notes. I read and respond to everyone and our guests like Chris today are only too happy to respond to your questions individually. I know we had some great ones with Hillary last week. Have a great week everyone and I look forward to speak with you again next week. Bye for now.